Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, no club does final day drama quite like Man City. Pep Guardiola citizens are Premier League champions for the fourth time in five years, as Steven Gerrard still can't win Liverpool the title. Leeds survive. Burnley are going down. Arsenal burn themselves with a string of poor results towards the end of the season. and They'll find it much harder to sell the beauty of the Europa League to prospective newcomers this summer, while Spurs fans may cut back on their summer holidays because they can splurge on Champions League away days. Three guys who never hesitate to splurge their opinions all over this podcast. Join me. On a Sunday night as we wrap up the season, I'm Brennan Dunlop, joined by James Sharman, Jimmy Brennan, and Craig Forrest. How you doing, boys? Have you all recovered? James, I mean, this was an emotional roller coaster for you up until the first Man City goal, at least. Yeah, it was just, you know what? I mean, it, it showed just how wonderful this league is and also how awful it is all in one 90-minute spell. It was brilliant, let's be honest. And I think you've got to give City so much credit. For, for doing what they do. I mean, not once, but twice in the last week, coming back from two goals down, mm. finding a way, just says how brilliant they are. And mm. I suppose in, in a sad kind of way for myself and lots of Reds fans out there, it's very fitting that this is how it ended in the end. Liverpool did their job. They are brilliant. Um, but City's just a little bit better. And they found the way in the end by a point. But... My God, you know, hitting 90 plus points in the season, not winning a championship. It's just incredible. What a season for everyone. And man, yeah, emotional, sure. But, you know, the beers make it a little bit easier. Won't lie to you. Hey, what and, other uh, league in the world could you finish on 92 points and not win it? I know. It's incredible. I, I mean, you, Jimmy, you and Craig, you played, you know, in England. You understand what points mean. And what's a good season, what's not a good season to hit hit 92 points and and not win. It's just incredible, right? And, and maybe we won't fully appreciate it until years go by and we reflect. But it's, it's just amazing. A fantastic season and not coming away with the top prize. Do you know when you, look at, when you look at the Premier League, it is by far the best league in the world. You think this was the end of the season, last week of the season, and you've got two teams fighting for championship. To win it all. you got two teams trying to get to that fourth spot, Champions League place. 
and you got two teams fighting relegation battle. It was it was unbelievable. I was going back and forth between all the games today, and I was just thinking, this is incredible. Only the what, Premier League. And what makes that great is that there's teams that are putting up fights that have nothing so-called to play for, like Villa. Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Uh, they're 2 no up. It was just insane. And, and then I'm thinking to myself, wow, if Liverpool could just nick a goal, they're, they're going to end up winning this. Like they, they were just a few minutes and a little bit of luck away from 90 minutes from winning a quadruple. Like, you know, like that's how close it was. And, and then meanwhile, I'm, I'm flipping back to Leeds and Burnley and like, oh my God, like because that's so important for clubs and relegation is devastating for, for so many. And yeah. we knew Watford and Norwich were down, but in the end, Burnley find themselves relegated and uh, Jesse March, a manager of uh, Leeds United, is a pretty happy man. For sure. Where, were you, where was your focus? I know, B, you were at, um, with the Villa boys downtown at a pub, but where was your, your focus? What game were you watching today um, overall? I, I was focused on Liverpool because I knew they had to win, essentially, right? You know, let's be honest, had to win the game. And then I switched to City later on just in time to see them break my heart. But um, like J- Jimmy, where was your focus today? I was, I had, uh, I had Man City on NBC. Hmm. And then I was, I had uh, Liverpool on the zone. And then on my computer, I was following all the other results. My kids were walking by me going, what the hell is this guy doing? It looked like I looked like, uh, it looked like I was working in a bookies. I was just had everything going on. <laughs> yeah, it's bad enough when they've got five, you know, matches on at, at three o'clock, right? Five ten a.m. kickoffs. That's tough enough. But you're right. Just it was so compelling. It really was one of those NFL red zone days. You couldn't stay on top of it, right? I've actually grown to dislike those days because I want to be present and consume as much as possible, and it's just impossible when you're doing that. But yes, yeah, also impossible when you're in a pub full of 100 Aston Villa fans who think that, holy shit, we're going to win the title. Um, up to nil, it was just euphoria. It was it was dreamland. It was it was bedlam. Hey, uh, I, listen, don't don't be going through all the cities again. <laughs> I won't hey. name them all. No, Seattle was pissed that I forgot them in the road. <laughs> yeah, but I won myself a, a raffle prize. Yeah, well, yeah, did a, did a nice uh, a big auction. They raised a ton of money for Acorns uh, Hospice, the, the children's charity that. I, I don't know if they're Birmingham-based, but definitely a big Brummy charity. It's been on the front of Villa shirts before, and I won myself a, a Giannis Attentacumpo jersey. Now, didn't expect to pull that out of the Villa lot, but uh, better than a signed picture of someone from the 70s. So, got myself did, you, a, did you give it back Giannis. so they could auction it again and make more money for the, the charity, or do you just bag it yourself? <laughs> well, hey, that's what a decent man would do. Yeah, yeah, honest, yeah. Yeah. A decent man. That's, that's what he did, right? That's what you did, I'm right? assuming. No, totally what I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right back. We can see it in the background. The big celebrity there, you know, with all the jewels and all the bling, and just like, no, I'll take that. Yeah, thanks very much. As opposed to (laughs) handing it back. Some someone asked me, they're like, "Uh, "Do you hate people?" Uh, And I I figured I knew what she meant, but I'm like, "You mean in general?" And she's like, "No, like here. Like, do you hate people?" I'm like, "No, that's why I'm here. Why would I hate people?" It's like, "Oh, I just don't know if people bother you." Like, well, all of a sudden, you're bothering me. It's the middle of the 30th, 30th minute. What, oh, because she recognized about? you. She recognized you. That was the icebreaker. Do you hate people? Uh, dep- depends who they are, I guess. Sometimes I hate these guys on the show, but that's all right. Not so much today. It's a good place to be, generally speaking. Hate people, I do. <laughs> it's my default uh, setting. 
It was really cool though, and uh, and it had. A, <laughs> it's your default I've I've made it clear I don't want to hang out with you guys many no. a times. <laughs> yeah, you won't even live in the same city. <laughs> I moved out for Christ's sake to avoid these pricks. <laughs> Message taken, guys. I can read the room, okay? Even if it's virtual, I can read the room well. Uh, it was remarkable though, and and I said this to Charms that you know everyone says, oh, typical city, ten years on from Aguero, three two result again, this dramatic comeback. Typical Villa to concede three goals in five minutes. Like, typical Villa. They, they could have been 3 nil up. Ollie Watkins missed one that, honestly, that he finished the way I would. Um, they went, it, it was a goal kick. You know you know the play I'm talking about? Because they, they'd given it a goal kick, but really, Ederson had touched it. When I, I seen it again, I thought, it's a fucking corner. That's why it didn't go in. Yeah. But in the live, it just seemed like, oh, God, he got so close to it and just bah, blew it like me. Do you think yeah. anyone gives a flying shit about Villa right now? Liverpool fans should have. People listening? Like, really? Oh, yeah. do, you, do you really want to break down Villa today? I'm breaking it down. I'm just saying. I'm just talking about the context of the match, you know? So so that in 10 years from now, there won't be someone like Wayne Rooney who says, mm, a bit weird that people don't question that. A bit weird, you know, a bit strange. Hey, yeah, you listen, but you, you can't do a Rooney, a Rooney quote without using your Rooney voice. All right, Okay. <laughs> no, that's that's your Gerard voice, your Rooney voice. Oh yeah, it is. Hey, you're you're right to talk about your villa today. Thanks, buddy. It was because right. next week I'll be talking about my forest. Hell, hell yeah, you will. And I'll be at the pub for that too. Good, good people. Villa did you proud? They did, and and did. that close, that close. In the end, they're beaten by a better team who does magical things on a weekly basis. Fair enough, but Villa stood up, and uh, they they they. As a Liverpool fan, I've got nothing against Villa, despite the capitulation in, what was it, six minutes, whatever it was. So, hey, well done. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. They went from the most loved club in Liverpool to the most hated there. It all fell yeah. apart so quickly. Hey, Craig, do you think do you think Gerard's legacy is now tarnished? It was another <laughs> slip, wasn't it? It was another yep. slip. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's you what's totally the same. BBG. That's all you can yeah. give us? Come yeah. on. Hey, isn't it isn't it crazy when when the news travels through the stadium, how they just erupt and go crazy, and then obviously they got a mixed message too, didn't they? Because they were they were going nuts at one point. They thought they thought Villa scored again. That's right. They threw yeah. me, Jimmy. I actually yeah. had to go back to the game. I'm like that yeah. screen says three two yeah. city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had Liverpool streaming, and I was at Men City, and then Liverpool fans going crazy, and I'm going back yeah. to the stadium. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. It's the well, same the thing with when that... um, when uh, Callum Wilson scored for Newcastle against Burnley, and then then Leeds scored, but it was disallowed. And you're seeing the fans in the stadiums there. What you know, Newcastle are up and Burnley. Wow, it's amazing. And then they, Leeds score and like euphoria, and then boom, it's just incredible swings of emotion today, as it always is in that final weekend. Just brilliant. Actually, uh, my focus was actually originally I'm thinking, okay, where I'm going to go? City, Villa. I think they're comfortable. I really did. I thought City were going to be comfortable. So Liverpool, whatever, they got to win. They're probably going to do that too. So I went to the Leeds game first. And then was flipping back to Burnley. And then when I saw that Villa had scored, I was like, uh-oh, hold on a minute. Now what's going there? What's going on at Liverpool now? Like It was insane. It was really, really good. There was so much up for grabs. No, it was wild. It, it, as Jimmy had said off the top, you know, that's that's kind of what you dream of on a final day, but it's just impossible to keep up with it all. So 
Leave it to us to find a way to whinge and complain about it, even though uh, all the matches are are available to us all season long. So it was fun. It was a uh, was a fun end to the day. But as far as City go, I mean, what's what's more surprising that uh, without you know City don't have Benzema yet they score, uh, or less surprising I should say. What is less surprising that City still came back to win that match, or that there was a massive pitch invasion at the end of it? Yeah, it's a sad thing, isn't it? Again, and and like I said, Olsen. Olsen, the, the Villa goalkeeper, was attacked. And, you know, if you look at the video, okay, yeah, someone smacked in the back of the head. It's brutal. It's unforgivable. You can't do it. Um, you know, what, what, was he injured? No, thank thank Christ for that. But again, another pitch invasion, another situation where a fan thinks they've got a right to confront the person they've paid to watch on the mm. field as in a footballer. It's getting out of hand. And, and thankfully, he was fine. But who's doing that? You, you've won the. You've won. You should be happy. You should be so beyond euphoria. Yet you feel you should go up to the opposing goalkeeper and smack him in the back of the head. You know, mm-hmm. sure, it wasn't a big smack. Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It's it's the the act itself, and it's just really sad. And and it's happened over and over again. We discussed it in the last podcast. Um, man, I, I don't. We, we discussed it. Mean, there's no the point going over it again. Bought or wire again. Barriers. Again, right. Exactly. Honestly, you know, we we talked about last week. Well, what if they just take beer out of the stadium? But in reality, you just look at it. It's not just England, though, right? We saw it with AC Milan won the Scudetto, and there was a much smaller scale pitch invasion there as well, I think. But it's just now, it's just expected. And you're right. It's just a matter of time before something truly horrible happens. So what will they do to prevent it? And I think you could see that, Craig. I think you could see fences back, and that would totally and, take away from the live experience. And they got these young lads are hanging off the net. The bar, the crossbar is broken. What the fuck? Their dad? What are their dads doing? Are the parents like seriously? I'm sure they're in the stadium. Like, well, you yeah. see some kids out there, right? I saw one kid on, on his dad's shoulders last week. Like, what? What dad does that? And I, it's a big moment. I understand that. And ninety percent of those fans are just there for the moment. It's incredible. This they're, they're delirious. Mm-hmm. But you know what can happen with the mob mentality. Why would you take your kid in that environment? I would never do it. No. It's, it's crazy. I'll tell you one thing. They'll never have the fences back again. No. 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 There's no, no way. Won't. Maybe no. what they should do is just throwing it out there. Maybe they should have the, the electric fences to like <laughs> they use for cattle. <laughs> <laughs> just for the video. It would be so funny. Or maybe the six, yeah, or the six first rows after wear wear electric collars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, zap, I mean, that'd be amazing. I'd turn that thing up so high if they hit that, they would just fly. It would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Be smoke coming out of their ears. <laughs> the way things have gone the last few years, that's not that far fetched, actually, to be honest. But it'd have to be the whole, you know, lower bowl. It'd have to be the whole deck. <laughs> but that's the, the thing: like, we complain about North American sports. All, all the uh, the rich people, all the corporate people, are in the front rows, and the uh, the real fans are up top, where they couldn't potentially pitch invade. Right? At least in football, you have the prawn sandwich brigade, but real fans are down low, and it's what makes football amazing, right? Yeah. Is that you see that 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 real fandom? But sadly, these idiots, and this is a p- small percentage. Are taken away from that, but it seems this past what two weeks, every big game, every big game, has resulted in a pitch invasion. Yeah, it just seems like a fad, though, doesn't it? It's more or less when they're saying, "You can't do this and don't do that." Everybody's like, "Oh, we're going to do it," and if that team's done it, we're going to do it as well. And they all just follow suit, so they're just going against the grain right now because they're told not to do it. It's illegal. 
Like that's yeah. the thing. I think that's I think the first man in, that's the way to go. Catch get that guy, the first guy that did it, that broke the the camels. Get him, throw him do what to him? Kill him? Throw him No. <laughs> well yeah. yeah Why don't it. we put put snipers up on the top of the <laughs> <laughs> Just not, 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 not villain snipers because they keep missing <laughs> up there watch out well timed yeah well timed uh last thing i want to say about the villa pub because uh craig misused the, the reference to camels there made me think of the police horse that walked by so everyone's outside trying to get a photo and this police officer comes by on a police horse and uh, someone gets him to stop and take the photo of the lot. And the whole crowd starts chanting, the horse is a Villa fan. <laughs> stop traffic. The cop's so bloody confused. Oh, it was it was brilliant. That's awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. Big fan of that. So nobody knocked the horse out like that. No, nobody New knocked Ca- the horse Newcastle over. Newcastle fan, I think he was. No, A hey, Crystal Fellas, may... otherwise known as JC, is just uh, sent us a note saying there are snipers in most major league stadiums in the U.S. Is that a fact, JC? Uh, that's on on good uh, authority. That is a fact. So I think since the 9-11 attacks, et cetera, um, there are like in you know your major stadiums, I'm going to guess for football and for uh, baseball especially, there are uh, – apparently there are snipers that are – they're trained to if there's an attack, if there's something happens, if someone gets a thing in, then they're there to take somebody out, which is crazy to me. But yeah. apparently that's a thing. Which movie is it when Wesley Snipes pulls a gun? He's playing football and he's running, isn't he? He's running for a touchdown and he pulls a pistol out. There's, there's a movie from like the, the 90s. What the hell movie is that? You're not talking about the one where it's it's baseball and he's the he's uh he's no, the it's football athlete oh. being stalked, the fan. Oh, yeah, it's with, with Robert De Niro. That's the yeah. baseball one, isn't it? That's the baseball one, but I, I think that might be what you're referencing. No, there's a football one as well. Maybe there's a baseball one, but it's a football out. one, and I'm sure it's Wesley Snipes, and and he literally pulls a pistol. He's running. I'm sure he's, I've got an image in my head, and he's running with the ball, and he pulls a pistol out. I don't know who he shoots, if he shoots him, but there's also a big sniper thing. You're thinking of Naked Gun, I think, is what you're thinking of. this is thinking of we talk about the (laughs) list though right we wanted like the top five lists i think we should make the top five lists of sports movies that never get mentioned because they're like action movies that just involve sporting event so So, it's like is 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 die hard a christmas movie that argument but is it a sports movie because sports is central to the theme that's exactly the argument yeah brilliant well said like did you see jean-claude van damme's sudden death where some (laughs) terrorist group is trying to blow up the uh, the igloo for the, the penguins game i think mario lemieux makes a cameo there as well i think he's even he got really? a line or two that's amazing yeah we've been talking about doing like a, a movie sports movie review since like the first episode of this podcast hey eh, craig and we yeah. said let's, let's all like you know choose a movie and then let's review it we haven't done it because we're lazy but maybe we should revisit that and try and find out whichever one this is we're choose, so choose, we're, choose a movie and what like review it just like you know just talk any about movie. movie well a sports movie or a sports book, but that's no, make it relevant. Like, don't come out here with so. Lawrence of Arabia. Make something that we want to sit and potentially watch based on your recommendation. Yeah. So we're going to watch, for instance, Rudy. Sure. And then we're just going to break it down and talk about it. But I think the idea was originally like a, a, a lot soccer of bullshit. Movie. That Not is. many. Well, Jesus Christ! Would you rather? What? What? We've got an hour to fill here. We're at 18 minutes right now. We could really do with a review segment of a movie. Well, why not? Best soccer movie. They were really successful. Best soccer movie. Bend it like Beckham. 
<laughs> it's a great movie. Did we just do this? Did we not just do this the other day? Um, sorry, I think I saw a, an adult film. It was called Bender Like Beckham. And... <laughs> okay, let's talk about it. Get that one going. <laughs> that was bend over. Sunday evening. It's, you haven't even had dinner yet. Settle down, guys. My God. Okay, so no movie reviews. Um, no, but Sharm said a lot of great things there. Uh, one of which was, we're so infinitely lazy. Uh, totally accurate, because our listeners would realize that we didn't even acknowledge that Friday's episode was episode number 200, which is kind of a big deal, guys. Who was hosting that, for Christ's sakes? I forgot to mention that. I don't know. It was, it was the, he, didn't, he didn't have any aircon that day. He wasn't thinking straight. He was just trying to get through it. I was stuck I, in the car. That's right. doing the corporate slog. You know? initials, initials, James Sharman. <laughs> oh it was me wasn't it jimmy thanks thanks for reminding yeah. me okay so, so let's let's do a review then let's do okay. a movie review I'm so pick a movie like a good like a, a football movie i don't know or just something decent my left foot it's <laughs> <laughs> featuring jimmy brennan and yeah, daniel that, day lewis that's the documentary <laughs> name yeah daniel day lewis plays jimmy brennan yeah who he would does. play you in a movie jimmy um if I'm if I'm honest with you, which I, I tend to be, I would like to have Bradley Cooper play me. That's not a bad shout, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Look could see, see that. that. I was thinking that first. I thought you were going to say someone like Jude Law. No, I go Bradley Cooper. Right. Maybe 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 Brad Pitt. Modest know, as always, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Good. But I do Bradley Cooper. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Would you? Well, so you do Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Would I do him? <laughs> you just said that. He's no, just confirmed. Just that's what you said. Oh, yeah, I would. I would have Bradley Cooper play me. Okay. Not play with me. Play yeah. with me. If you were that way inclined, though, that wouldn't yeah. be a bad choice, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not, so he can play my character. Okay. I would be John Cleese. <laughs> <laughs> funny walk. Yeah, yeah. Ministry of Funny Walks. Yeah. Who would you be, Charms? Who would you have? Um. Uh, Chris Farley. <laughs> no, not Chris Farley. No, James well, Corden. One because he's dead. Yeah, James. Yeah, James Corden. I, I James would Corden say, would struggle to get down to your body weight. I think. Mm. I would say Ricky Gervais. <laughs> hey, he's my my hero. I'll take that absolutely. Mm. What about, what about I think though he's a little bit fatter than me though. So no, Charm is similar. Comic shops. Charms, you are a tricky cast. If, but if you look at like, remember when Ray Winston was uh, the Shakespeare? Was he? Wasn't he King Lear? Was he? Was it King Lear? It was. It's. It's a like you could not picture Ray Winston playing this Shakespeare. It's one of the bloody king uh, Arthur, maybe King Arthur. Anyway, if you go back and see that, it doesn't look like the Ray Winston that everybody knows. And so, like, I'm thinking that age. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just kind of just before departed Ray Winston. That's probably. Um, I've, 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 I've mentioned this story before, right? I met Alec Baldwin once and he goes to me, you could be Matt Damon's brother. And I don't know whether he meant like Matt Damon's brother or actually Matt Damon's brother, who might be, you know, a less good looking, fatter version of Matt Damon. I don't know. But he saw some, there was some connection there. So maybe Matt Damon's brother, who may or may not be an actor. I don't know. But maybe he could play me. So Jimmy asked you, me, I've delayed this because you know, in the past, I, I always had some type of doppelganger or a quick yeah, You spent a lot of time thinking about this, admit it. Yeah, and looking at other good-looking men. So 
probably some just you know beautiful Spanish actor that we don't know that would probably be cast as me. Maybe. Who's the no guy? idea? Um, Benito. You think Benito Del, Benito Del Toro? Del Toro. Hey, Jimmy, Frankie Yallop's wife used to always think that Frankie looked like Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about brothers, I was like, no, he looks like Don Swayze. <laughs> and he does. Don Swayze is the brother of Patrick Swayze. And I'm Googling him right now. Yeah, that's Frankie. But she Patrick Swayze. Was there, is there any more? <laughs> that's not bad, actually, is it? Wow. Don Swayze. That is not bad. Is he older or younger than uh, Patrick? Well, obviously he's older now, but is he? Yeah, I'm not he's sure. He's 63 now. Don okay, Swayze. so describe, Charms, as the as the broadcaster and the, the wordsmith here of the lot, describe to us the difference. What is this? What is the spectrum? Is Are we talking like okay. Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid? Yeah. Type of okay, so, here? and this is nothing against Frank. I'm, I'm not comparing them here, right? But, but. Yeah, you are. We all know, we all know Patrick Swayze, right? Right. Yeah. Back in the. Like not dead Patrick Swayze, but like you know, in his prime, Patrick Swayze. Imagine, no. imagine him on heroin. That's Don Swayze. Hmm. Wait a second, is Patrick Swayze no longer with us? He died. He died. Yeah. Oh wow. Hey, pancreatic yeah. cancer. Hey Dunlop. That's right. Yeah, pancreatic Dunlop. cancer. Dunlop. Elvis is dead as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Bit of a legend though, eh? Frank Sinatra's <laughs> gone. Yeah. He's gone. Yep. Michael Jackson, six feet yeah. under. You know, okay. Here's here's another one. As we oh, have we nothing did. else to talk about, who's one musical artist you'd wanted to see and didn't get the chance to, or you might still want to see, and it's very much on your bucket list. You're hoping you get to do it before the world goes to shit again. Because Tom, I tell you, who Tom I wanted Petty. to see, he's dead. Tom Petty. Okay, right? he died in COVID, didn't he? Well, that's early the on. whole point. I know, I know, but I'm saying, but he died early in COVID. <laughs> COVID kind of overshadowed that death, and Tom Petty's a freaking legend. How well, it doesn't matter how or when the man's dead. And I didn't see him live. Didn't so see him Stacks, you're spot on. Charms, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm overthinking so, it. <laughs> so mine, the, the, the reason for this idea was I really wanted to see Tony Bennett. I wanted to see Tony Bennett before he stopped performing. Oh, of course you would. And then the pandemic happens and he gets Alzheimer's and he's not performing anymore. So now I'm stuck just listening to the records. Wait, so out of anyone that has a musician that's died or is unable to perform anymore, you choose Tony Bennett as your guy. And I'm talking realistic. I'm not going back to Borat and like, you know, things from the 70s and 80s that you loved. Well, Tony Bennett's about as realistic as Freddie Mercury these days. Tony's not getting now, on the stage anytime soon. Someone, someone that like now, realistic like now that you'd want to see. That could be an old performer. You could say so realistic. Okay, so not Maybe, not a dead you guy. Could say Alice Cooper, something like that. So not a dead guy. No, not a dead guy. Okay, just, well Craig just, said Tom Petty. He's dead. I was about to say a dead guy as well. Okay, I mean for the sake of good radio, okay. which. This must be 25 minutes into the final day of the season show. For the last 10 minutes, we've talked about <laughs> random sports movies, what qualifies as a sports movie versus an action movie, and Escape old men who like to see perform. Escape to Victory, best soccer movie ever. I would say that Escape is probably the most underrated sports film of all time. But was and it sports or was it a prison movie? It, well, it counts as both. Ask the blockbuster Rolodex. It would count as both. Probably. L.A., all the Ipswich lads were in it. 
Stallone. Mm-hmm. The Cosmos were the Germans, right? Didn't they? Didn't they have the whatever year that was? The not Pele. New York Cosmos. No, not Pele. Pele was escaping. He was victory. Cosmos, wasn't he? Cosmos back in no, those I days know, when I he know, was recording the shooting the movie. The, they casted Germany, the who they they opposed the national team who they played against. They cast the New York Cosmos, I believe, in that role. I did not. I didn't know that, but I know the. There's like six or seven Ipswich lads that were part of it. And they said Stallone was a dick. And uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, the English guy. Great actor. Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. Said he was a legend. A lot of people know that. Really? Yeah. Not a lot of people know that he's English? No, that's a famous line from a, a movie he was in. Not a lot of people know that. That's okay. the first one that comes to your head. No, that's the thing. That's that's kind of like a bit of a joke oh, in, in UK. Whenever you see Michael Caine, you go, not a lot of people know that. Huh. And it was from actually more of an obscure movie, apparently. I saw an interview with him, an obscure movie. But for some reason, that that line hung over him his whole career. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like when over here, when most people think of Michael Caine and they start to do the impersonation, it's either she was only 16 years old. That one, or you were only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. That one. <laughs> <laughs> those, those seem to be the Michael Caine go-tos. He's a legend. There's another one. I want to see him perform before he dies. Uh, John Cleese. I want to get John Cleese on our show. Um, I've tried to do this 10 years ago on Hardcore Sports Radio. Chased him every time he did some type of tour. Uh, he's well into his 80s now, I think, early 80s at least. But he's still uh, still a face. So, John, we got to get John Cleese in the show, Sharm. He performs, right? Point. He was in Toronto not so long ago, actually, I believe, doing a stage show. I've been thinking about getting tickets for it, but I forgot or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the chances that we still have any listeners Zero. well into this program? That's, that's hey, we should talk about the uh, Women's Champions League final. I thought that was outstanding. Do you think I'm a bad like host that I have not prepped that? Do we want to skip st- all the other Premier League? Or do you want to like just when do you want to wait? <laughs> Why don't you just pretend you had it down that you were going to talk about it? I do have a, I have a whole bit about it, but if we get to that now, we when are we going back early, to the Premier yeah. League? Burnley yeah, talks about relegation, so okay. Uh, Burnley, Schmerly, they're. <laughs> Listen, if you do you not follow the Twitter account, we're going to give Kadisha Buchanan all her flowers. We'll certainly do that on this program, okay? But just for the sake of chronological order here, let's go finish the Premier League. So, so wasn't just... it, a, it was a good day, right, for the Premier League in that Leeds survived, Burnley so. go down, hopefully Forest go up next week, and then we got now we got a, a Premier League to talk about. Right? Everything we said, when they fired Sean Dyche, I didn't think it would be going this close to the wire. No, of But not. they got relegated, and that's what I thought would happen. We said they I were going down. I think we all down. thought that, right? Didn't we? Yeah, we all said they were going down. We all wanted them to go down. But I think the way that they started there, right, with the three or four in a row, it seemed as though they may have a chance. And Leeds looked, I think, shakier than we'd expected. I think I didn't, don't think we thought that Leeds would come down to the final day like that. They started the day in the drop zone, Leeds. Yeah. First time since 2011, isn't it? And Bamford, Bamford, everybody expected was going to be starting at least, and he got COVID two days ago. They've had no luck. They've had no luck this season, Leeds. Not until today. 
when they but they made the when change, right? The most overrated manager in the history of football, Bielsa gets fired. God forbid, we can't be doing that. And they bring in an American, mm-hmm. an American, and guess what? They survive. Yeah, they got the same amount of points on average as Bielsa. And Bielsa, I went, Leeds went from a team I used to th- want to watch every single week, not just because of the relegation, but they were fun to watch to a team that was like, nah, now they just lose 1-0. Do you think they would have survived earlier had they kept Bielsa, though? Playing that style of football when the players are burnt out and broken down and exhausted? I think they would have been okay. What about Burnley? Never know. What about Burnley? Do you think if Daichi was there, he would have grabbed a few more points? I don't think uh, that. You look, yeah. look how close they made it, right? And and it wasn't enough. Yeah. As we said, that, that, that those four wins, we didn't see that coming and they they still end up going down yeah it's meant to be the most you're going to miss the most out of norwich watford and burnley i know norwich norwich Norwich, the canaries all day long Uh, those of of us without any you know ugly yellow jerseys they can take a freaking flying hot they'll be back up the next year anyways they will be yeah they'll fail in the playoffs class act though really nice of you know to see norwich really give it a go (laughs) today Hey, good for Sonny. Leave it all out there. Got the golden boot. Good for him. Yeah. Special. Did you have a bet on that? Was that not the I last won, thing you were I, about? I won today. Overall, I, I had three, four bets. 60 bucks I won oh, today. Look at North, North Star Charms over here. I yeah. Know, Go cash Go it in, buddy. Cash yeah. it in. I, notice you know, notice I'm, he I'm never talks about the bad beat. <laughs> That's a lot of that's a lot of quarters, Charms. A lot of quarters to bet with. I know. No, I put five bucks on the bets. What? Which is unheard of. Did you Unheard get a nosebleed? Of. You must have a nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, kidding. Wait, hey, guys, well, I think we're totally underestimating here. Like, money bags over there. Business must be really good. Oh, by the way, you owe me uh, maybe a free pie or a pint at some point because I sent the head of the Cleveland Aston Villa Supporters Club up to your Kensington Market location because I overheard from three people away, can't find a good fucking pie in this city. You come all the way from Cleveland and you're looking for pies? I got one for you. Here's the problem, though, B. I appreciate that. Thank you. But the problem is we, we closed that location down four months ago. No. <laughs> By the way, 33 <laughs> cities. 33 yeah. cities and counting. So they're out of luck. <laughs> so on Baldwin, I sent them to a place that doesn't exist? That doesn't exist. It's something oh, else now. shit. You scumbag. You didn't take the Google review off. It still comes up, says you were open till four today. On Google, does it really? Well, it came up on my yeah because mm. I looked it up for him to s- change that. Send the guy. Yeah, you Holy, might want to do she's that. He's gonna think I'm a scumbag. Somebody's yeah. out of the supporter group now, aren't they? Yep. Uh, I guess Some I'm not Cleveland going to Cleveland. Hate Dunlop with a passion. Mm. So no, so I put uh, my bets today. Christ's sake! Had to be the Cleveland guy, eh? You let me down. Wow. I mean, you let me down a lot. This is not. This is I not a new Bucks thing. On, uh, on Sunday, the two goals and Spurs to win. Right. That won me twenty six. I put uh, I put two bucks on Stamkos to score two for Tampa. That won me nineteen. I, I put um, oh I, I put I put five bucks on Palace to beat United. In your Ooh. face, United won fourteen there, <laughs> and I put five bucks on uh, Sunny to score at any time and over three and a half, and that won me fourteen combined, uh, almost sixty bucks, Look which is guy, as Craig eh? will tell you, that is like just. A different level for me. Yeah, it's Risk. like if you if he wins or loses eighty seven cents, he's usually like we were doing we we're coming to halftime at Sportsnet, and he'd be we'd have to like 
butter him up a little bit because he had tears. <laughs> he lost 87 cents. <laughs> it's not far off. Yeah. Gamble responsibly. Yeah. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> so nice to see that, you, you know, you've, you've the inundation of ads has increased your, your wage totals. You're playing more. God, that, that's like Radio Me was like that. You've actually on five or six games. You're doing props. This is you're you're a you're a bookie's dream. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not really. I'm far from a bookie's dream. <laughs> if you had parlayed all those together, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Damn it! Why yeah. would you tell them that? Yeah, yeah, but then you get one wrong, and then you're gutted. This is how it all begins: the uh, decline, <laughs> the social decline. How I lose my family and my house. Yeah. My I put kidney. a little bet on Sunderland winning the. Uh, Playoffs? How about how about that? Big promotion win for them. Yeah, dig themselves out of League One. So we're going to get a new documentary again, another season of Sunderland Till I Die. That was a great documentary. You know, that's the, their support for a town of under a couple hundred thousand. You know, they're two hundred forty miles away from London. They take forty five thousand. Request another ten thousand. Get turned down because I guess they thought it was unfair on Wickham. Mm. Imagine, just well, they're a real club. They're, they're they're you know a real Premier League sized club, and they had been forever. It's life up there. Yeah, and to see them in League One for God as long as two, two, three seasons in League One, at least two. Yeah. I think they are. I, I heard that they were averaging bigger audiences and attendances than Juve and some big clubs out there in League One. Wow! All the fans are taxi drivers. Remember those? Uh, I mean, it is a great show, but there's a taxi driver. I think it's in both series, and he just loves the team so much, right? And he gives everything for that team, and he's there every single week on the road at home. It really just shows, you know, what I guess European British football is all about socially, right? And it is a great club, and, and they should be back in the Premier League, and they're one step closer. So, yeah, it's good to see. I'm happy for them. Yeah. yeah. Well, they it, they knocked they knocked out another monster club Wednesday. Yeah, that's a huge, huge club that Massive. should be in the Premier League. Yeah, monster club, S- sleeping giant. Oh. Don't tell United fans that they'll be upset. They'll headbutt you. <laughs> they need a new stadium. That's a problem. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, like if you were going to come in and buy the club, it would be it'd be pretty attractive in so many ways. Except that the, they need a new stadium. Hillsborough is an old, rickety old place, and it's got some bad history as well. Yeah, but great has, stadium. That's right. a good point. It's interesting, isn't it? One, one day they'll replace Hillsborough, and I, obviously they, they they do a great, I say a great job, it's probably the wrong phrase to use, but they, they honor the dead outside Hillsborough, you know, which weren't their fans, obviously. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But to, to knock that thing down and rebuild it, that's got some emotional currency there as well. I think a lot of people that are a bit newer to football, but certainly know of the tragedy, are astonished that the ground is still in use. That it's still there. Mm-hmm. But you're right that there's a lot to it, and it certainly would be hugely emotional. But f- as far as the size and potential for a prospective owner, who knows? There might there might be some. Uh, once the oligarchs can spend their money again, there might be someone that wants to 
put it well, who football. is the next who is the next like you see city and we see newcastle these are teams with massive potential given their fan bases right and that's why these these mega owners have come in and bought those who's the next one is it a leeds i mean that strikes me as being a team that with yeah. the right backing i mean and the right and they have the fan base they have the stadium that might if, be the next one if they go down if yeah. Leeds were to go down, I could see it. I think that you're at a point, and this is where the Dodgers, that guy who owns the Dodgers, screwed everything up in the Premier League. I mean, Chelsea are not a side that we're ever going to go down. But that $3 billion or whatever it was, that's an American franchise price. And that's higher than some American franchises. You look at the Clippers, and Steve Ballmer bought them for $2 billion. Now that raised the bar everywhere, across all sports. And all of a sudden, every almost every franchise in North America was a billion-dollar organization because of that. In the Premier League, look at Newcastle that just went for $300 million to the richest sports owners on the planet. And Chelsea went for $3 billion? That means the next one is, is like who would, who would risk that money on a team that has the potential to go down, as you say? Unless it's Leeds, where if you get them at a good price when they're down, then they're never going down again. Yeah. If you invest that, I, that level. I, I think with Chelsea, though, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you're, you're buying the club, you're buying the stadium, you're buying all the property that's around it, the hotel and the condos. And like, there was an awful lot that went into that package. And I think that's why the valuation was so, so high. Whereas if you're buying Leeds, you're buying Ellen Road and you're buying the team. So you're not hitting, I wouldn't think you're anywhere near a billion right now for Leeds. Yeah, so you're, a, you're buying you're, you're buying um, Champions League football with Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, very little danger of relegation, yeah. and West London, nice bridge, right? Which is the highest property values in the yeah, country, if not in Europe. Big package. So the price then is more reflective of the ridiculous property values in that part of England than the, than the club. Well, saying, uh, yeah, I don't know. It has a lot of exposure, a lot of advertising attractiveness to it i mean if i was a billionaire and i wanted to get involved in sports the nfl getting a franchise in the nfl is the most lucrative you know exactly what you need to spend you know exactly what you're going to make and you actually make money you buy a team in the premier league you're not doing it to make money no you, you shouldn't be because you got very little chance of breaking even on something yeah. Like football. Well, no, normally with sports sports organizations, when you buy them in sports, it's always I think it's five to seven times the the revenue that's generated. So that valuation, then you times it by seven, and that's what your value of, of a franchise is. Ah, okay. There you go. That makes a little more sense then with yeah. some of these evaluations. With Chelsea, I mean, obviously it's, it's three. Well, I think it's actually four and a half billion. I think it is. Obviously, yeah. Romans may or may not write off that one and a half. But you have to essentially build a new stadium as well, and that's part of the um, regulations. If you're going to buy it, not not build a new one, but put enough money into that stadium, and that's what mm -hmm. they're enforcing, which is interesting because Stamford Bridge. We talk about Old Trafford being a bit of a mess. So Stamford Bridge and, and Roman was in the process of doing just that and committing to it. So Todd Bowley must also commit to that. You know, they'll be they'll they'll have naming rights on that thing. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. It, it, What's it, a perfect it, sponsor for uh, Stanford Bridge? What is it? Who, who's it going to be? Ooh, Gazprom. 
<laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> hmm. Something doesn't pass the smell test in this one. <laughs> That's problem. Uh, no, but it, it's also the, like I said, the, the massive business in London and the opportunities and the VIP and all that is so much greater in London than it is in Newcastle. No, I understand that. I get right. that. But as far as the the next one, and you talk about potential, like I thought there might be some. There's got to be some chic that hates um, the Man City owners that would have seen Villa as that opportunity, right? Yeah, and they, I mean, you said they, Birmingham. Birmingham City would be a good one. It, yeah, yeah potentially. Um, that ground is shit, though. Uh, but Jimmy knows mm-hmm. from Forrest's experience that just because you have all the money doesn't mean you get it right. They had uh, they had an oil big oil king tycoon for a minute, and that didn't work out. Well, they but thought he was. He was oil. That was the issue, right? I think they thought he was, but then he sold air conditioning units or something. <laughs> didn't didn't have all the oil money that he'd promised when he'd acquired the club. Therefore, he didn't he didn't spend <laughs> it. Remember the Leafs were the Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment. They were in for Leeds a few years were, ago, yeah, and that fell yeah, apart. MLSC. That was quite a few years ago. Jesus, Jimmy, you might have still been playing then. Yeah, it was when they were talking about it. It was early then, yeah. Well, since we're talking about money, natural transition, um, Kylian Mbappe is staying at PSG. What a waste of energy that was for all of us. Yeah. I mean, Isn't God. That, it's pathetic. Not only do they toy with us and you know go on this social media charade, they said we'd have to wait till Sunday before we made a decision. And then they jump it and parade him out with his new contract and all the autonomy he has to make decisions in the middle of Saturday. Anyone Money. disappointed that he's that he's staying? That we had to go through all that? Money Craig? talks. Money talks. It's just it's crazy how a player can... he stayed or went, to be honest with you. No, me neither. But it's crazy how a player can do that okay. and just go, oh, I'm not going to make my decision until Sunday at 3 o'clock. And everybody's mm-hmm. got to sit there and wait. I think it shows. A, I mean, I'm glad it happened to Real Madrid because they're pricks, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and they've done it a million times to smaller clubs every year. They do it, right? And for them to come out with that statement this weekend was an absolute comical joke. Like, really, look in the mirror. Um, but at the same time, from his standpoint, show some respect to the teams you're negotiating with. They really thought he was theirs, and they've been preparing for this for a long time. And in the end, it's his call. I understand that. But you have to show some respect, I think, to other clubs. You could have made your mind up earlier. You really could have. Maybe you're leveraging all you can from PSG, but you're making a lot of money. You're 23. It makes sense. Three-year three deal. You'll be 26. Then you can move to Real Madrid in this prime. It's probably going to happen. But I just think the whole thing, like you mentioned there, B, was just a little bit dirty. It just didn't need to be this way. Make your mind up. I hate when we saw LeBron make that freaking announcement going to Miami. It's, it's kind of that version, isn't it? Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, at least a really sour taste in my mouth. Yeah, it did me as well. But when you say there that to you know lead Real Madrid on and make them wait like that, it's not even June yet, though. It's not as though he's, he waited until July, mm-hmm. and he chose Saturday. You know, in the middle of uh, the Women's Champions League final or just before, for that to for that to come out and that to be. The big talking point in the when middle Barca of the Saturday, were playing, right? Of the when, final day, when Barca were playing too. So, 
Barcelona were playing. Real Madrid didn't lose that much. You know, they still pissed off Barcelona in the process. Okay, but look, look, okay, guys, when... Leon beat PSG in the women's that that semi that was, semifinal. That was more but, where I was leaning. Hey, but with with Mbappe, when he came out and you got the text that came through, which, whichever site you you were following on, and it said he's staying. Did it, did you really give a shit? I didn't. I, I, just, went, I just went. Oh, nice, and I put my phone down. I think I was just—I was more surprised because of all the shit that we'd had to read the last bit. I think it was more just that. It was more like, oh god. So though they met his asking price, and he now he gets to walk back in. It reminds think- me of when, when when Beckham went to Real Madrid. Actually, when Beckham went there, it was yep. months and months of speculation, and every day there was a new story being leaked. It was continuous, and Real Madrid were managing that as well. It's the same thing. So go to hell, Real Madrid. Sorry. You know, well, as well as it's not, it's not like he's not staying at a club that's got a chance to win the Champions League. Yeah. That's why I didn't care. <clears throat> he's a fabulous player. I love watching him play. Yeah. No question. Unbelievable. And if it's true that he gets to pick his own manager, that means Pochettino's okay, that, out. That is what pisses me off. If that's the case, if he's got, as part of this deal, he's got a say on transfers and the manager, that is going to disrupt the room surely no player should have that kind of power i'm not naive to think that the top players don't get you know a conversation with new guys and i know that happens but if it is in his contract and we're just speculating here if that's the case that's such bullshit you can't he's 23 for christ's sakes you know leaders should be leaders you know and and he is still a an employee employee of that club so i do i just love how fired up you are today <laughs> can't You're imagine why wound up hey he's <laughs> got, got 60 bucks in the back his back pocket he's ready hey listen i was angry and then i won 60 dollars and suddenly the day wasn't so bad and it's yeah, a long weekend f- he's got to keep the kid around for the next day mm. i know yeah i've got enough guinness in the fridge that'll be fine 60 pounds 60 dollars will get you uh four and a half guinness at the bar <laughs> no kidding. Things yeah. have got expensive. Holy hell! Haven't they? You on the, you on the couple... Guinness? To, you on the Guinness too? When you be at the? Uh, I was on the Guinness, yeah, event. which uh, which runs you uh, about twelve now. If you're a generous, nice person, it's it is twelve. Um, and uh, went for Korean food the night before double date, and I thought, oh, I'll get the bill. It was a hundred dollars more than I expected. Um, <laughs> I was. You, stuck. Took, you put the bill back in the middle. Nah, you know, I changed my mind. No, no, I took it, but I went, wow, have inflation really, it's a real thing. Because, uh, you know, really, really good ethnic food <laughs> in this city used to always, you know, be uh, not discounted, but used to, you can get some really good food and not spend too much money. Not the case anymore. Dolomites. <laughs> <laughs> or you just oh. wear your running shoes and do a runner. <laughs> why was it yeah never done that dine, dine and dine dash that's it dine and dash. You know, I, I know a great show called dine and dash hey jc yeah it's pretty good we have our last show of the season uh next week really oh you're taking a summer break taking a they summer break. Caught, you know <laughs> we're new, uh i've <laughs> accepted a job at a circus oh, oh. russian mm-hmm. what's that russian uh, no, it's a uh, it's a Barnum and Bailey's. They, they don't have animals now, so I'm playing an elephant. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I was built for that. Trunks everywhere. Is that what this audition was for? That uh, made you? Yes, as a matter of fact, it was. Yes. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. You know, it's it's good. Lovely. It's good. Big big old gray 
lumbering thing I am. So they don't abuse you, do they? Maybe an animal. Well, if I'm lucky. Yeah. Oh, he's one of those guys, eh? <laughs> oh, you let your tail be pulled, eh? Yeah. Tie me up. Uh, Tie me up. I don't mind. Bigger chain, please. But not like the dancing bears on the uh, electric plate. Is that a thing? Is that why they dance? Wasn't that on Borat? The first one, he talks about the dancing bears, and it's because they're on like some electrified, <laughs> electrocuted plate or something. That's why they dance. God, that's fair. It's terrible. Yeah. Right, it's, it's, it's not ideal for the bear, that's for sure. Also, just for the record, uh, I can run the tape back. That's your Borat impression? That's uh, It wasn't. No, no, you know what? It's been so long since the Borat, I can't remember what it was. I'll leave, I'll leave the impressions for you, B. No, no, JC's here. JC's can I actually, can I, can I tell you something funny? <clears throat> it's not funny whatsoever, but it's something. So I back in... Tell us something. Yeah, is it worth listening to then if it's not yes. funny? Yeah. So here's the thing. So I don't know if we have any uh, listeners from the Southern Ontario region, which, which would be B back in the day. There's a radio station called F96. And my very first uh, voice gigs were on F96. So I used to prank call the station. And one time I prank called and did like a fake Borat accent. And then they called, they called me out in the air and said, hey, uh, whoever that was that just called us, can you call us back? Uh, and we want to talk to you. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. So I called back like, hey, do you want to work for us? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you want to do some like comedy stuff? I'm like, sure. So I, but they didn't know that I was just a guy pretending to be this guy. So for like, you know. As in they didn't know who Borat was, you mean? Well, he wasn't big at the time. He was big uh, in the UK, but he was not big in, in North America. Okay. So for about three weeks, I pretended to be this guy. I changed my voicemail message, which was a thing back in the day, to be this guy. <laughs> and I created this guy named Yaver. So Yaver was this guy on the radio and they thought was just some pizza delivery guy, who, which I was at the time, but they thought that I was this actual guy named, named Yaver. So <laughs> finally they found it was Jeff MacArthur who hosts the morning show on Global Now. And it was him that sort of brought me in, whatever. So long story short, uh, my very first show that I did on my own that I created, that I produced, and that I made myself was called Yaver's World Cup Dates. And it was for 2006 World Cup. So every morning I would get up at 5 a.m. I would go to the studio and I would do like a three-minute thing of like, okay, so we're going to talk about the, you know, Germany and the Germany played against the Italians and whatever. And I do like the stupid Borat thing. But that was my very first show that I ever wrote and created. It was a football show. As Borat. As How about Borat. that? Look at That's that. amazing. Can we can we bring Yeva back for Footy Prime? Yes. No, you know what? I don't I don't think you're allowed to. No? No. And is, here's is the thing. Is it considered so, racially insensitive? Yes, it is. So my agent, I went to my agent. This was years ago. I said, hey, I can do like any accent from around the world. I can do like African and Middle Eastern, which are somewhat the same. And I can, so like, yeah, great. Don't ever, ever do that. Or we'll kick you off the roster. I'm like, well, why is that? They're like, you just can't do it. It's, it's not, it's not kosher. It's not okay. But you can do English, Irish, or Scottish and yes. make fun of them. That's yeah. fine. 100%. You can do, right. you can, it's you can do anything, you know, European. Uh, you just can't get into something that would be, you know, seen as culturally insensitive, I suppose. Right. Mm -hmm. True which is, effect. which is pretty fair. I think. Am I right? Do you think? Why, why should I be a, uh, you know, an excuse to make fun of an accent, right? Well, like, why, are, oh, let's get a Scottish guy. Easy, let's get a drunk honest. Scottish guy out there. That's a that's original, right? You hear it all the time. That's, that's true. fine. No problem there. That's, that's so we're true. laying it down here that you're offended by all of the impersonations. All the all the things right? all the things the English did to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be talking like us. Don't make a right, there. okay? 
Hey? Yes, we were bad, real bad people. But, but they did take football everywhere, so give them that. And a bit yep. of cricket and rugby. Yeah, we sports we, we did bring to the world, and then we struggled through mediocrity. Yeah. yeah. Generations. Well, I yeah. tell you, you didn't bring flavor around the world, that's for sure. No, <laughs> definitely didn't do that. That's why Indian food in England hey. just boomed, because it was like, my God, this stuff's got taste. Hey, eat some taste jelly eels and then tell me oh, that. Okay? Going crazy. I feel, I feel alive for the first time. Oh. Amazing. Great curry. Yeah. Oh. The Villa Group, that's how they end this tour. They're going for a proper curry in Little India. That'll be, that'll be a special send-off. Oh, nice. All right. Gerard Street. Yum. That's it. Yo, Vindaloo. Um, yeah. Speak, speaking of uh, something great, that Women's Champions League final on Saturday honestly was unbelievable um, because Barcelona were supposed to smash Lyon. And Leon ran them off the park in the first thirty minutes. Do you and know what they were what the betting line was? Because I mean, Leon's like been there, done it mm -hmm. so many times. What eight now? Champions League. This that was their eighth. Yeah. I mean, they, I know that Barcelona were basically the invincibles this year. I think they went thirty straight in the league, won everything in the Champions League. Were they beaten at all? Did they drop anything? I don't think they did. In the league, they were thirty and thirty. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. And I think the group stage, they flew through that as well. No one could touch them. And, you know, Wolfsburg, these teams that were close in the past, including Lyon, were just miles off. So I think that was the surprise. But, I mean, Lyon did absolutely everything right. Fortunate to score early, but uh, I tweeted it from the Footy Prime account. Amandine Henri, that goal. goal. She slides in for the challenge, wins the ball, and yeah. she was well out. What, 30 yards? 31 yards. <sighs> the ball took forever to get to the goal. Though. It was a great <laughs> shot, but it took forever. Craig, you're, you're laughing, but it did, didn't 31 it? yards away. Was it? Was yeah. the keeper a little bit slow to react there? Let's be no, honest here. It wasn't, wasn't an altitude. It was a pretty, <laughs> it was a pretty good strike. It was a really good, it was just an unbelievable strike. So the keeper wasn't at fault? No. Also, the keeper's never at fault. That's... I thought it was amazing. I thought it was fantastic. Everything about it. It just hung in the air like Jordan would hang under a basket. That's all I'm saying. Just kind of, is it going to hit the net at some point? And it was beautifully placed. I just don't, thought that the keeper Don't be a was dick, very... Charms. Don't be a dick. <laughs> hey, listen, if we want to start taking women's soccer seriously, which we do, mm -hmm. right? Let's start. I'd ask the same of any goalkeeper. It's a long way out to beat the keeper. A long way out. It was, but it was just perfectly placed. A little bit of draw on it, came back down yep. under the bar. We had a long time to admire it, that's for sure. What an interesting <laughs> take, Charles. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I, listen, I enjoyed it. It was a great goal. Don't get me wrong. I just thought that the keeper maybe could have done better, that's all. Okay, understood. Maybe I'm wrong. Hey, listen, I will acquiesce to the goalkeeper here. Um, but part of taking football seriously, uh, which uh, which we do, as you say, is that uh, you're going to see things differently, even though we've all watched the same game, and you're going to debate and pick at things. And the more we do that, I think the better it is for the game. That match was an outstanding advert, though, to use a cliche. It, it truly was. And if you said that we wouldn't see any second-half goals, whatever that line was, I would have bet you were wrong. I, I'm, I'm astonished it ended 3-1, which it was at halftime. But from the broadcast perspective, I just thought it, it's great to see the attention that DAZN gave it. Uh, I know it was free to air in the UK. It was on ITV. And it was on YouTube. Mm -hmm. 
And the whole season just really was promoted so well. And you know, DAZN and, and UEFA really invested in that and treated it as you expect the Champions League to be treated. Behind-the-scenes content, all this feature content, treating it like it really matters because it does, right? And, it's uh, amazing. It it's absolutely amazing. I cannot believe the growth in the game, how quickly it is just going and the standard of play. You know, that that was part of the the, the – part of the game that made it sort of stagnant for so long was the growth of the, 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 it was the standard. There was, there was two or three teams in the world that were really good. Canada, you know, the, uh, the Americans, a couple in Europe, Norway, Norway, Germany. And now the English are, you know, used to get clobbered by Canada. They're competitive. The French are competitive. The Spanish are getting involved. Real Madrid's going to make some moves in the summer for their women's team because they can't now stand the fact that Barcelona's women's team. It's so they actually care. They mm-hmm. care. And it's unbelievable. And I think it, the standard and the growth and everything about it is, is, uh, is great. And I think it's very, very watchable. I really enjoy watching it. And good yeah, for Kadisha Buchanan. It's been a breakthrough a year for sure. And watching that Ooh. game and even watching the El Clasico a few weeks back, right? 99,000 fans watching that thing. It was legitimate, right? And Saturday felt like a big match. And I, I don't want to be patronizing there, but we don't often get that women's soccer over the years. You have great games, but mm. never that big match feel. It feels legitimate, like a real proper big football match you know and another thing too guys is it you know from an economic point of view you know they talk about equal pay and blah 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 but at the end of the day if they start selling out stadiums 70,000 60,000 30,000 they start moving in that direction these women are going to start getting paid millions of dollars and they're heading in that direction now they're heading there where teams are actually fighting, going, you know, there's some competitiveness. Like if Kadisha Buchanan ends up in Real Madrid, she'll be doing it because they're they're busting the bank to get her. Yes. Good for exactly. her. Good for her. Good for the game. Good for yeah. everybody. But we still need one in Canada because uh, most people, I don't think they realize that, you know, a lot of the women hit, you know, 21. And if you haven't got a passport that allows you to get over to Europe, uh, work permits can be hard. Uh, international spots can be difficult, so they don't all get uh, get spots. Yeah. But as these clubs have invested much more money in their women's programs, you see these Canadian players all over, and even some players. Uh, you know, the th- great thing about this, the Women's Champions League, is the record attendance. Yes, but new superstars made all the time. And even with the Canadian program, you know, now there are names that weren't even involved in the gold medal team that are on big clubs in Europe driving that further as well. So the Champions mm-hmm. League, Women's Champions League next season is going to be even better. Yeah. yeah. And as you say, the competition level, it's it's raised across the board. And this uh, the domestic leagues are only getting better. And the Champions League is the is the best of the best. So you'll see yeah. that just push on and raise the raise the the level all around. Elevate it, the game. It it now matters. Still run by men. All these guys are running the show. It's all run by men, but it matters now. So, yeah, uh, that that will change. Though that will change as as a game continues to grow. Yeah, Julia Grosso signed uh, re-signed with Juve this week. Yeah, of course, Canadian um, hero there. And uh, there's rumblings this past week about N- uh, MLSE thinking about NWSL. That's right. I hope they do. Guys. I hope yeah, they, they do as well. It's happening at some point. Hopefully, sooner the better. Right. Yeah. 
No, yeah. the MLS should definitely do that if, you know, to fit under the umbrella and imagine what that would do for, you know, MLS and NWSL as a whole. There's got to be other markets that could see that, the feasibility of, of having it in-house. I mean, Houston do, do it, right? I think it's the exact same ownership group with the, uh, the Dash. Mm-hmm. They're called the NWSL. And the, I'll get a season ticket for sure. Yeah. Actually, Canada's playing at BMO Field, right? Um, later in June, just announced this past uh, weekend. There's a friendly. So get out there and celebrate and, and show mls e that, yeah, there is a fan base for this and you should go out and spend some money and get mm-hmm. a team here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And Forrest mentioned the Kadisha Buchanan linked with Real Madrid. Five Champions League she's won with Lyon. That's five crazy. of those eight. So they should break the bank. She's certainly worth it. Yeah. Well, they have money now that they didn't get Mbappe. So exactly. Throw some exactly. of those uh, dollars towards Kadisha. Oh. I hope you that's know, what our agent is saying. Now, Lyon is a team that, you know, they've been invested in well for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And this run will not continue at this level. They're always going to be there but there's there's others that are coming up and being more competitive and you know even when you're talking about clubs like arsenal are now wanting to step it up and get more competitive in the women's game and chelsea have spent a ton um there's mm-hmm. also a i think there's a behind the scenes show uh i think it might drop next week um but on emma hayes and the well the chelsea women's team which looks great it looks like a you know all or nothing. It was on zone. I saw them advertising it during the broadcast. So I have to Sam Kerr got a Player of the Year right this weekend. She got it. Um, mm-hmm. She mentioned Kevin De Bruyne got the uh, the Premier League's Player of the Year as well. Mm-hmm. Phil Foden, I think, for the second or third time, got Young Player of the Year. For what it's still, worth, still a young player. <laughs> it's crazy. He'll be getting that when he's thirty three because he's got oh, that yeah. full cut. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I really do prefer that's one thing about North America I, I do prefer like rookie of the year as opposed to young player because it's kind of crazy that Phil Foden's still going to win this thing he's so freaking young yeah what is it U23 is that what it is yeah I don't know I think that's the cutoff U23 yeah he still should have got on loan though Phil should Foden. be younger <laughs> on loan where I'm teasing I'm teasing that was the <laughs> that was the old slag that we said forever right ah oh, Phil yeah. Foden not going to get a chance to go on loan yeah should go on loan. Yeah, hey, it's a big games now. Whereas your boy Jack Grealish against his old team and a match that he could win the Premier League doesn't get the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Manager Pep didn't believe in him. Didn't think he was mentally strong enough. Would have made it all about himself. We got sucked in. Too much drama and bullshit. I can understand that. I got to give a shout out to a friend of mine who's a massive AC Milan fan. And for all those AC Milan fans that are out there, congratulations for winning Serie A. Yeah. 11 years, right? Yeah. Amazing. Zlatan Ibrahimovic was the face of that club 11 years ago and integral, a very important part of this team this time, which is insane. Yeah. Berlusconi was the face of that club. Who is? Berlusconi. <laughs> <laughs> what a crook. Tarnished face anyway. But yeah, yes. yeah. Once upon a time, for sure. But uh, yeah, Olivier Giroud, two goals today. The hero I mean, today on Sunday. Talk yeah. about a guy that puts team before his own personal stats. And what a play. He's a World Cup winner. He's back in the Serie A, winning championships now. A guy that was just like laughed of the field at times at Arsenal and Chelsea, right? But what a player. Yeah. yeah. Always, always did a job, never complained. Yeah. He's almost too pretty to be a, te- a player that put the team first. He's so good looking. 
He should be scoring lots of goals. So they see the face and the physique and they assume, well, he should be up for 20 goals a year, 25 goals a year. He wasn't doing that. So he's disrespected. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. You guys don't recognize how much I bring to this team, how much bloody work I do for this team. How did I I know you were going to go down that road? I know. (laughs) Chocolate. If you're a chocolate, you'd eat yourself. You'd be like, yeah, look at yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Just consume yourself. Good morning. Good morning, me. Yeah. Good morning, me. You're so good looking. No, you're good looking. No, you're good looking. Yeah, you're better looking than me me. today. (laughs) Whatever affirmations you guys need to start your day, I'm not picking on them. We all have our own things. Okay. (laughs) I look in the mirror and I think, oh, for actually, I got a smoky over. I like, I I sprayed like shaving foam all over it. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing ruins a day than the mirror, huh? Jesus. Oh, my God. Well, I'll be honest. I didn't think we were going to get to an hour and six minutes when in the 23rd minute of the show we were talking about movie <laughs> titles and uh, Tony Bennett's failed world tour because of the pandemic. <laughs> Tony Bennett. Sure enough, we've done it. Uh, episode 201, just blasting through. Big 203 is not far away. Big Ooh, 203. That's uh, so on brand that that'll be the celebration show. So go tell, you. tell your friends, Again. tell everyone, 203 is the one that matters. I was thinking, actually, we should get Pesci on for 203, because Dunlop's away, right? So, so a, a beautifully-haired person you need to yeah, replace? Yeah, like a, a better version of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Well, you, I mean, it's the same when I went away to do the Olympics, same thing. You brought in Jimmy. You replaced me with Jimmy, so it yep. makes if sense. Pesci threw a little just for men, and you look a lot like you, mm. Danny. I bet you his tweet game is not as good as mine, though. No. 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 Not at all. He's, he's, fit, he's, he's fitter now than he was when he was playing. Little tubby little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> he was, wasn't he? The Frodo, the little chunk master. Yeah, when he took his shirt off a couple of times, it's like, woo. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, what, what does that mean, though? For a, for a professional footballer to be called fat, what does it really look like? Because I'm sure it's very different to the average person. Ronaldo. If you don't have a six-pack, you're, you're considered tubby. Is that what it is? is that yeah, for a fo- for a footballer to be considered fat, they have to look like what we would call normal skinny fat men. Like me. I would be a fat footballer. No, no, you no, 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 no. Don't that's yes, I would worse be. Than, that's worse Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> not even close. I'm given a real life example. No, no it's not real life. It's not pants, real life. My pants fat, fo- you are not a fat footballer. I would be. You're not. No way. You're way worse. You way worse than a fat footballer? Yes. So I'm an obese footballer? No, like a professional footballer like Pesci, who is a bit tubby by their standards. That's what I'm saying. You don't fall under that umbrella. Okay. So so then <laughs> define, don't. I'm trying to give a real life example. You're not in bad shape, don't get me it. wrong, but you're not elite athlete fat. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Just keep okay. going, Charms. Tell him. <laughs> Tell him. It's a roast. And I'm being nice to him because he's a fit guy. He is right? nice. Well, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fat fit. That's he's fit. a fat fit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah, he's a fat, skinny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Here I thought sk- skinny fat was my the pinnacle. No, fat <laughs> no, fit. No. I'll take fat fit. That I wouldn't even call you skinny fat. You're fat fit. It's different. You know fat what? Fit he, he's skinny fat. He's kind of like a, like he's I'm got two fat. different bodies. His from the top up is different than and they and they don't they don't communicate. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. They don't. You're right. They don't connect. No, you're right. Yeah. There's, uh, there's, real pair, there's somebody else out there just like you, but just opposite. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> do you think do you think his legs look at his torso and go we don't really match do we yeah we belong to somebody else <laughs> can you find my father please <laughs> i'm laughing because it's true boys you know me yeah. you know me so uh, well no? uh on that here, note, really. I'm going to go work out my upper body and ignore my uh, <laughs> strong hockey legs uh, and, and catch the end of this hockey game. So hopefully you enjoyed this program. We'll be back this week with something new. Um, what's your new line, Charms? I got to add this to the Rolodex here. Go um, on and bet and buy newspapers. newspapers? That's the deal. I, I prefer Jimmy's new line. Two you're, left not skinny, feet? you're not um, skinny fat. You're fat fit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm fat fit and I'm out. Cheers for listening. 